When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? Ricky Gervais will host the Golden Globes for a fifth time despite having previously used a platform to make some transphobic remarks. Some people are upset about that. If you remember um, when he did the award ceremony uh, four years after, uh, let's see, it was been four years ago, he uh, named Caitlyn Jenner and talked to, joked about her transition. So he wasn't my favorite. Well, see, and I like Ricky Gervais, but I will tell you, but maybe hopefully he has learned. I mean, there are. I, I have just rewatched Queers Folk, mm-hmm. and they say a word that is no longer acceptable. You know, so, and that show was done by, created by, and for the LGBTQ community. Mm-hmm. So times change. Things that were acceptable back then are not acceptable now. So hopefully in the four years he has learned, I think we should give him a chance. Um, now, if he makes it now, when it is very clear that society has moved mm-hmm. thankfully, thankfully in a direction uh, where those types of jokes aren't funny anymore, if he does it again, then I'm done. But give the guy a chance. Yeah, I love Ricky Gervais. One of the I best, co- you know, the British office to me is one of my favorite sh- comedies. He's dangerous. Of all time. He makes it must watch. Yes, yes. it's going to be electric. And he said they've made him an, him an offer he can't refuse, and it's the last time he will be doing it. It's going to air on January 5th. All righty. There's one episode of The Simpsons that's not on Disney Plus, and that's Stark Raving Dad. That's the one where they have a guest appearance by Michael Jackson. Oh. Um, you know, after Probably the Leaving Neverland documentary, the episode was pulled from syndication altogether. So that is uh, not going to be on Disney Plus. Probably a good, uh, good, good idea there, Disney. Yeah, I yeah. think so too. Um, to ha- hate to go down the creepy road again, but back in the day, a director once asked Jennifer Lopez to show her breasts during a costume fitting, and she oh, said, okay. "Quote: Luckily, a little bit of the Bronx came out, and I was like, I don't have to show you my no on the set. You see them, so." Oh. There you go. Just, yeah, again, not right again. now. And that, like, what's the purpose of that other than you just want to see them? That's ridiculous. Okay. So not surprising, though. Uh, the CMAs made a big deal about celebrating the legacy of women at this year's show, and they did until they didn't. Garth Brooks won Entertainer of the Year. Um, uh, there was oops. only one woman nominated, which was Carrie Underwood. Yeah. They said Carrie Underwood, who co-hosted it and exhausted herself promoting the show, didn't win anything. 
She had three nominations. She won Best Looking, though, I'll tell you that. Yes, and yeah. Hardest Worker, for sure. All right, that is the latest dirt. You can find more on our app and mytalk1071.com. That is brand new information. My Talk Dirt Alerts at the top of every hour. And at 820, 1220, and 520. On my talk 1071. So we're so likes of Sex and the City Girls. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 8 o'clock and final hour of Jason and Alexis in the morning on this Thursday, November 14th, 2019. We're approaching 806. I'm Jace. Stephanie Hansen filling in for Alexis, who's taking some days off. Don McLean is here. Don't forget you can listen to Stephanie on the weekly dish Saturdays from 9 to 11 on my talk 1071. And for more. Download episodes of the podcast, everybody. Search for The Weekly Dish wherever you find your podcasts. Okay. Now, it is also Give to the Max Day. Mm-hmm. So, Dawn, let's do a reset. Let's reset the table. Let's get some new silverware out, some yes. new plates. Steph, grab the tablecloth. Um, our 7 o'clock auction item is now closed. Am I right on this? It is. And um, thank you to our anonymous donor. She doesn't want to be named because it's going to be a surprise. Uh, $600 is going to go to Alive and Kickin'. And then Rose's Daughters is going to kick in another 600 because they're matching up to 1000 A little quick on the trigger there for my, I apologize. Um, so thank you, Anonymous. We'll just call you Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. Yeah. I just pulled the name out of anywhere. Great. Okay. So uh, what do we have this hour, Don? So this hour, we have an announcer for the week up for bid. You can be the announcer for the week on our show, Jason and Alexis. Uh, you can give shouts out to your family, friends, or coworkers as you introduce the show every day for a week. It's really fun. You come in, you sit with Rocco, he records your voice, and then you get to hear yourself. And, um, I mean, it's starting at $200, that is awesome. It's one of my favorites. I love when we auction this off. And I love I love the announcer for days. I, I love production value. I love the opens. I love all that kind of thing. I think the more the better. So this is always a really fun one. So 651-641-1071. Call Dawn uh, at any point. And uh, get that again. Opening bid, everybody, $200. By offer. the way, if yes, you ma'am. have a business and yeah. you want to buy this, my mm-hmm. God, I mean, this is like really cheap to That's go. A good I want to give a shout out to all my family and friends at Pam's Bakery. Right? Yeah, exactly. Totally. <laughs> you know, Pam's Bakery I mean, is doing, you know, Pam's good. Bakery. And, uh-huh. you know. <laughs> Uh, one more piece of house cleaning. Well, let's just get done before we get to wackadoodle. Don, we have a a, uh, a half price deal as well today. That's going to be up in about uh, ten minutes or so. Yeah, right? let's do that as well. Sea well, Life at Mall of America general admission ticket package for four people at half price. That's right. Uh, this is uh, Mall of America. Everybody knows it's down there. You might not uh, venture down there too much, but you can come face to face, face to fin. <laughs> Face of Fen. Stunning sea turtles and jaw dropping sharks in our world famous mm-hmm. 300 foot ocean tunnel. <laughs> you guys, I Don- know a lot of people would want to do this, but not <laughs> <laughs> By the way, 
for full disclosure, Don and I are often face to fin, right, Don? We're often face to fin. That's yes, right. we are face to fin. Yes. Yeah, so obviously, this is a great package. Uh, it is half price. Four people at half price. Go to mytalk1071.com mm-hmm. keyword deals. There First we go. See life at Mall of America. And while you're there, please donate to give to the Max Day. And people are calling right now. 651 Bye. Hey, Steph. Yes. Let's continue that conversation, shall we? Because um, you're always one of the things I admire about you. One of the things I love about you when you're here filling in for Alexis is you're just a good conversationalist and you're not afraid to just lay your opinion out there, whether it pisses people off or not. What do you think about the question I unfairly posed with only 40 seconds left in that last segment? Because I get we will get. And I got to tell you, you know, we get emails about everything. If I if I make a cat joke, for heaven's sake, I will inevitably get a pissed off person that emails me to tell me that I'm mean to cats. I try not to let those get to me anymore, because if you produce a show based on the whims of every email, that is not a vision. That's not a creative endeavor. That is a that is a consensus. And that's not what we do here. We do a show. However, I do Think about constructive feedback. Um, I do. When I get a constructive email, I, I, I think about it. And an email I get every so often is when, when I, I will own this, when I make uh, joking comments, and it's all in service to humor, when I'm trying to be funny and goofy and I'm like, oh, hi, kitty, when we're talking about Ryan Phillippe or I'm ogling a, mm-hmm. a gentleman that I find attractive. Is that still appropriate in 2019? Do you want the the short answer is no. Uh, I, the real answer me, we is... We have six minutes. Don't give me the short answer. Well... <laughs> I'm just joking. No, <laughs> I don't want you to edit yourself. No, y- the answer is no, it's not. But then the real answer is that we live in a society where we see people, appearance is important, we make observations... And yeah, so, you know, you're going to comment sometimes on those kind of things. Um, my husband, you we were talking about Taylor Swift was on Saturday Night Live last weekend. And he was like, wow, you know, Taylor Swift, she was just hot. She was smoking hot. She was so hot. I was like, oh, was she good? How was the singing? And he was like, I, she was just so hot and she was really cool and she was hot. It's uh, it is a little bit different time. Yeah. And Sometimes, like, you catch yourself in the moment and you yes. think, oh, ooh, does that sound weird or is that inappropriate? And, yeah, the rules are different now and they're changing fast. I thought it was interesting when you mentioned um, the watching Queer as Folk and how words and um, ooh, yeah. ways that you identify people. Yeah, it is a different time and it's moving fast. And at the same time, it's not moving fast enough at all. Because we're still in a culture where, you know, um, I'll just use the CMAs as an example, Entertainer of the Year. They had just opened the show with 30 amazing women performers, and then they get to the Entertainer of the Year, and they're all white dudes. You know, except for the Kiri was nominated, but it is it is a different time. Yeah, you're right. And it's changing fast. Yeah. Because I, I also, I struggle because I also, I bemoan this. I complain about this on our show and on the other show. I bemoan the cancel culture sometimes. I bemoan oversensitivity. I say at least 42 times a year that I do not enjoy people 
and I will admit it is uh, more personal to me because I do two jobs where I put myself out there with my opinions. I do not enjoy people. And again, this is different than constructive criticism. I do not enjoy people who, as I say, wait in the bushes to find things to be outraged about. And I think sometimes I struggle with where is a subject? Is it valid or are we getting into oversensitive area? Are we getting into an area where, geez, Louise, we can't say anything? You know what I mean? I struggle yeah. with that balance. I well, do. We're kind of in. I mean, people are kind of generally outraged by lots of things right now. And it stemmed with or started with the political culture, whether you're for or against or whatever side you're on. There's just so much vitriol and there's so many heightened emotions and it's people are outraged. I I actually I'll be totally honest with you. I have found something that's happening to me that is just a horrible trait. And that is and Jace, you're going to gasp when I tell you this because I'm I'm not used to being corrected very often and I'm not really working in a culture with other coworkers where that tends to happen where you get a lot of pushback or people will be like, Hey, that's not cool. Um, I am finding that when people like correct me that are like in public, like I went to do something the other day and this woman who was working there, she was like, Ooh, wait, you can't use that door right there. Like, and I was like, why, why can't I use that door? Like I was just such a snot, such a snot to someone who was just totally doing her job. Yeah. Because I was just not used to somebody saying no to me or somebody hmm. pushing back. And I thought, hmm. what That's is that? Why am I being such a jerk? Am I just angry? Am I walking around like an angry person so that the first person that pushes back on me, I snap? I don't know. You have yet to figure it out? I don't. No. And I it's happened to me twice where I'm trying to think, of, oh, um, it was something. Oh, someone butted in front of me in a line at a store. And I like just totally said something to her. Like, really? Is your time more important than mine that you just got a butt in front of me right in line? Like, I don't know where that woman's coming from. I don't, you know, she maybe didn't even realize it, but well, I it's right not about away. That woman. You, you know that. It's not about that woman. I know, but it's yeah. like, so am something I just bigger. walking around so angry in the world that that's who I'm going to be? She was just kind of like, just looked at me like, who are you, you nut farm? And rightly <laughs> so. Yeah. But it's happened to me twice. And I'm I'm just I'm like, wow, this is interesting. I've never presented like this before. Yeah, I, I examine now I've been very open about the fact that I'm in therapy and uh have been what going made now you for go. Like why did you finally decide to go? Because that's a lot of people never make that choice and it's a great choice to make if you need it. I wanna be the guy that everybody I wanna be as great as sometimes people tell me that I am. Oh, so you want to live up to yourself. I want to I want to be, you know, it's great to hear, "Oh, Jace, you're so sweet and you're this." I want to be as great as people say all these crazy alien stories can't be true can they hey it's steven diener host of the unidentified alien podcast and whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there the unidentified alien podcast or uap for short there's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world and the beauty of it is that i bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe download and subscribe to uap on any of the major podcasting platforms and you can also find it on uap podcast 
Podcast.com. You know what I mean? I want to be the best version of myself. Yeah. You want to try to live up to yourself. Yeah, that sounds really hokey, but I... And plus, I also think secretly, not secretly, but way deep down, I want to correct all of the mistakes that I feel my father made. Yeah. I want, I don't want to, I don't want to be my dad. And maybe you'll have kids someday, you know, and when you have kids, okay, because there's nothing more telling than your kid looking you in the face that you've just said the wrong thing to, or you've exploded on, or you've, I mean, wow, there's nothing more humbling than that. Well, let's continue. We're going to do the dirt alert on the other side of this. I, I want to continue. This is a really good conversation because I will tell you, I, I will, Stephanie just said something very honest. I will tell you how cancel culture, outrage culture, um, oversensitive culture has really affected me uh, in terms of the show, the other show, blah, blah, blah. We'll, all, we'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, right. But coming up next, Elizabeth Reese and the dirt alert. This is a My Talk dirt alert. Welcome back, everybody. Jason and Alexis in the morning. I'm I talk 1071, everything entertainment. Before we get to Elizabeth Reese and the Dirt Alert, we have an update on Give to the Max Day. My dear, dear friend Don McClain has that. Yes, we have a bid from Kelly Bowman of $300 for... Um, this is for the entire week. You're going to come in and record and open our show. So it's announcer for the week. So give us a call, 651-641-1071. Thank you very much. Hello, Elizabeth Reese. Hello, my friends. How Hello. are you? Doing well. How about you? Oh, just doing great this morning. You know, the CMA Awards were last night. Very fun award show. Yes, I thought so, too. Yeah, they're just, it's always a fun show. And this year was a little bit different. Carrie Underwood um, has hosted the show with Brad Paisley for the last, you know, 57 years, I think. 57, yes. 57, exactly. Um, but this year, they were celebrating the women of country music. And so Carrie Underwood was joined by Dolly Parton and Reba McIntyre. They hosted the show. They are, of course, all three just sparkling personalities, which is very fun. And the show's theme was celebrating legendary women in country music. And it is interesting and i think this was needed in country music you know country music has taken a lot of hits over the years because it is such a male dominated music field and has continued to be i mean the majority of music played on country stations is by men and even when it comes to big wins it's a lot of men even though there are a lot of amazing female country music artists um, so people were kind of wondering why Trisha Yearwood was only in the audience, why she wasn't performing at all during the CMA yeah. Awards. She was sitting next to Garth. Yep, hanging out next to Garth, who won Entertainer of the Year. Um, so people were wondering about that. But the uh, the beginning opening medley, 10 minutes of the show, was totally a hit. Everybody it was loved so it. great. Yeah, yeah. Was Super so fun. great. I loved watching every minute of it. Um, I do want to just do a little shameless plug that Twin Cities Live reporter Kelly Hansen was on the red carpet. She was at the CMA. She was at the media event after. Um, she was doing live shots during the newscasts all last night. And then she's headed home today. And then we'll have an amazing behind the scenes look at the whole production coming up on Friday. She does nice. such a good job with she that. She does. This is her fourth year going to the Country Music Awards. And she loves country music. I mean, love. Like she had a dream to move to Nashville and sing and why not i know i said just sing to everybody on the red carpet and see what happens exactly um pink announced at the cma awards a year-long music break she was with carrie hart and their kids and um so she's got uh her one child in school the other one starting preschool 
So she said it's kind of the year of the family. And she said she made the decision to temporarily step away from the stage so that Carrie Hart can focus on his career. He's an off-road truck racer and a former motocross competitor. I always say this because I think it it's deserving of being repeated. You know, Pink, I don't think it's the credit she deserves. I mean, when other stars, uh, they come onto the scene and they explode and they, they reach pop culture zeitgeist. Uh, very quickly and they stay there and they burn hot and then they cool very quickly the pink yes exploded out of the gate with uh uh get the party started yeah. but think about it pink she has been one of then. the well but think about it pink has been one of the most consistent pop stars of of the last few decades for sure and she so has, self-made she, like she, she had to fight Yes, and she has released a hit song basically every year or every other year since she came on the scene, and she doesn't get the credit she deserves. So I'm glad she's taking this break because she has been she has been hustling for decades now. Totally, yeah, so, yep. you're totally right. Um, she performed with uh, Chris Stapleton, who everybody loves. He's the best. She said he's one of the best songwriters she's ever worked with, so that was really exciting. And then this is sort of a funny little... Um, Interesting couple speculation on the CMA red carpet. Hannah Brown, who is the former Bachelorette and Minnesota dancing pro, Alan Burstyn, walking the red carpet together amid dating rumors. Jason, do you have any insight on this? Um, According my insight, and I do, I'm I'm real, no BS. I'm real friends with Alan's brother, Gene. They are not dating. So that's what I'm hearing. I've got a real cute dress on. She yeah, had a white dress on. She looked great. They were happy and smiling together. I mean, it's brilliant to get more buzz for Dancing with the Stars for ABC to send these two. Exactly. To I do CMA not think, Awards. from my intel, and again, I'm one person removed from Alan. Um, they are not dating. That's still good intel. That's really yes. good intel. Um, yes. Okay, I've got to talk about this Kanye West situation coming up this weekend. So he is going to be part of a church service this weekend, Joel Osteen's service. Okay, Joel Osteen, huge mega church <clears throat> pastor, excuse me, in Houston. And now Kanye West is going to show up uh, to worship services on Sunday. So here's what's happening at Lakewood Church, which is a congregation of 45,000 people. My friends, Mm -hmm. that is a very large church. They're going to actually have to issue tickets now for the evening service where Kanye and his choir will perform their Sunday service that they regularly do. Um, They're actually doing tickets now. So Ticketmaster, they're free, but it's the first 45,000 people who get tickets will get to be part of this service. He's also going to be at uh, the earlier service at 11 a.m. where Kanye will walk up to the pulpit and have a 20 to 30 minute conversation with Joel Osteen. That service will not be ticketed, but the first 45,000 who arrive will get seated. So the people at this church, at Lakewood Church, are trying to figure out how to avoid like a massive chaotic pandemonium moment. And so they're ticketing the church just so you this is all i'm very cynical hansen over here but i'm owning myself yeah he this is all one step away from him building some church and then claiming he's tax-free not not exempt oh yeah just saying listen Uh there's there's that's a legit theory it's legit yeah there you go my friends Hanson bringing it home. <laughs> Elizabeth Reese, today at 3 on Twin Cities Live. We're going to take a break. Uh, when we come back, more of our conversation about outrage, cancel cultures, oversensitivity, uh, and how it affects shows like ours. We'll be right back. Jason and Alexis in the morning. Alexis is off today. Stephanie Hanson from the Weekly Dish filling in. 
Dawn McLean is here, filling in for a quarter of Alexis with traffic and weather and craft reports and phones. And she has a migraine now because we're doing auctions. Uh, Get to the max day. Uh, Where are we, Dawn, with our announcer for the day? We are at 400 right now auction item. It's announcer for the week. You're going to get basically 20 messages at minimum uh, out there about your family, whatever you want to say. Well, Rocco will uh, steer you in the right direction, hopefully. If you were uh, buying commercials, message. Oh, this is like a $4,000 value, friends. Yeah, yep. at, at least for sure. So 651-641-1071. And I know that we've had some really great topics, but if you could please limit your calls just to the bidding, that would really help me. Yes, because Dawn is literally doing four people's jobs. You can today, tweet so. though at Stephanie's yep. Dish. I'll respond to anything. Yes. Yeah, if you want to tweet to our top, because we're having a really we're having a great conversation. Uh, we started at the top of the hour. Here's the context. Uh, at the end of the seven o'clock hour, um, uh, I, I will own this. I mean, you two were barely um, uh, doing this, but we we're talking about Jason Momoa and how attractive he is. And I was just asking. I had a real honest kind of uh, inside thought thought. Which was wow, because I've I've had a couple people email me over the past year, kind of tinging me on this, and that is, is it all right to make those types of comments about a guy? Because if I was making those kind of comments about a woman, it would be perceived as highly inappropriate or murvy pervy. So that's kind of where this started. Because then, and then I kind of spun off on, um, I kind of spun off on the fact that. I struggle with things like this. And even the man wall, the Lori and Julia man wall, mm-hmm. is that still a thing in 2019? Is it appropriate? Or does it fit into that category that I often bemoan and talk about, which is people just waiting in the bushes to be outraged, jump out, boo, and be outraged about something, which drives me nuts. Um, is it is it an, is it a thing of oversensitivity? And then, so that's kind of the context of the to the uh, of the conversation we started having. And Stephanie, you said um, at the top of the hour, we are in a different era. Era and oogling over Jason Momoa may not be appropriate anymore. It's not, but I mean, we've done it. I've done yeah. it, and I'll probably do it again. Mm-hmm. What I'm trying to figure out for myself personally, and a few people have acknowledged this on Twitter too. Is just like I feel like I'm kind of always quick to judge. I'm more angry than normal. I like snap at people and I'm yeah. just trying to figure out what that is. Why? Like why I'm so on edge, why I'm feeling like I, I, I let very little go, even with my spouse too. I just like I'm quick to just be like, oh, really? You think that's the way it is? Like, you know, you've had it. Yeah, kind of. And I I don't feel angry on a day-to-day basis, but I have like no tolerance for bull. And I'm in a lucky spot because I can come in here and sit on this show and pretty much say whatever I want mm-hmm. because you're not all going to email me. And if you don't want to listen tomorrow and I ruin Jason's show, that's his problem, not mine. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? No, like, truthfully. I mean, she's I don't, not kidding. Yeah. So I am just going to speak it from the heart and it's it's very freeing. You know, if you if I was here every day and I had to respond to all your criticisms, which, you know, I get them on the weekends, that's fine. It is a different thing. We're just I feel like the people are just kind of angry. And what is fear? Anger is usually fear. 
We are, and, and Dawn can speak to this too, because Dawn has been in, in radio as long as I have done television. Um, and, you know, I started radio um, in 06. I will tell you, this is fact. This isn't, this isn't opinion. This, this is, we are in a different area. And, you know, Stephanie just had an honest moment. I, I, this isn't a surprise. I've said a version of this four, four, five, six times on the show. It is no secret that show this, it isn't as much fun for me as it used to be. Um, both shows now, not because I mean, you know, the TV show was the dream uh, since as far as back as I can remember. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying is both shows are opinion shows where you put yourself out there um, a little, a little millimeter of joy is it has been taken away because we are in an area where no matter what you say, I'm not kidding. I, people just immediately want to think the worst of you. The worst in you. We are very rarely given the benefit of the doubt or even a pause, a grace, a pause of grace. Um, And that's what bothers me. Constructive criticism is not what I'm talking about. I'm not talking, but I will tell you there have been moments and, you know, both of you know, um, probably the starkest um, was about two years ago when I really did. I had a meeting scheduled with. Uh, Hose Beast, and I had a meeting scheduled. Uh, I had a meeting with B. Arthur scheduled, and I had a meeting with uh, Fox. And I was going to quit one or both of these jobs. Um, I was ready. I had prepared. I was mentally ready to walk away because I I just couldn't receive one more irrational email um, with projection. And what I mean by that is often people project their own things onto your words. And that drives me crazy. That drives me absolutely crazy. Um, and it, and it takes away the joy of, of, of this show. If I'm being very honest. But so with that said, yeah, like where do we, are we going to, is the pendulum going to swing back? Because everybody no. wants authenticity. But really, very few Mm-mm. people are actually authentic. They you know say what I mean? they want. They say they want authenticity, but really, they do not. Um, or, or, or I shouldn't say not everyone. There is a there's a section of of society that says they want authenticity, but they want it. Dawn says this a lot, and Dawn, I don't know you're you're busy, so I don't know if you're no, here. But I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I love when you say Dawn. Um, I, I think people want to take a Lego set mm-hmm. and construct the perfect person. Yeah, we and can't you can't be- do that. I'm, we're all flawed. I'm incredibly flawed, and I'm gonna mess up. It is the lack of grace. It is the lack of cutting someone some slack. Especially if you if you say you're a fan or you say you know the person, but yet you you know what I mean. I don't know. Yeah, if we were going to come, it's it's different if it's like, okay, if it's small opinions and stuff like that, please give us grace because we can only do, we can only be ourselves. It's just too hard to try to manufacture a person and create what you want us to be. It's impossible. So before you send that email criticizing, think about, we might have gotten emails all week about other stuff too. And who sends too. those kind of emails? Like a lot I of talked about how I'm, a, I'm finding that I'm feeling more angry yeah. recently. Like, 
Really? Who are you helping? Like who? Who? How, who are you improving? It's just who are a you little helping? Bit are takes you away making, from us a little yeah, bit every you time making, you do it. And this is why I'm so disappointed in myself when I get unnaturally angry at a service worker while I'm waiting in line or something like that, and why I'm really trying to figure it out because. If I like tell you all about yourself, am I helping you? No, I'm just relieving my own crappy, uh, crappy day on you. Projecting. Yeah. And it's not helping you. It's not improving you. It's just making me feel better for that one quick second. But really, it makes me feel worse for a week Uh because it just means I have no impulse control and I'm a creep. Can I give you, I'm going to give you an example since uh, I've given kind of a negative example. Here's an example of. Uh, you, you, Steph, you were just saying how you, you irrationally sometimes snap at service people. You don't mm-hmm. know why. Here's here's a positive example. Uh, there is a woman that that sent me a direct message uh, two weeks ago, and she came at me in such a kind way. She led with kindness, and she was like, "Jace, I listen to you and Alexis and Dawn all the time. I'm a fan, and I and I say this." I say this with love, and I say this as just food for thought. Even her her initial four sentences put me at ease, and and put me in a mental space where I was I was open to accepting. I was open to hearing her because again, fundamentally, everybody just wants to be heard. This sweet lady just wanted me to hear her, and I was because she came. She she led with kindness. My my brain, I accepted it. I I I I wasn't tense. And she talked to me. She brought up um, the use of the word crazy. I had referred to Alexis. I had referred to Alexis as um, I said crazy. I'm like, girl, you acting crazy. And this woman works in the mental health industry, and she was like, you know, maybe you should think about that word. And I'm paraphrasing, and I'm really cutting this down. But the way I'm I'm using this as an example of the way she said it, I, I really appreciate it. And it was food for thought for me. And if you notice, I, I, I try not to use that word anymore or try to use it differently. Um, similarly, about five years ago, I received a woman, an email from a woman, came at me in a similar way. Didn't like, I said God a lot. I used to say God this and oh God, I I check myself. I check myself. I don't want to offend anybody. I mean, fundamentally, Don doesn't want to offend anybody. And Steph, you may do. But I mean, I don't <laughs> want to. I mean, you know, but so that's when I'm talking about grace. I mean, if you if people listen and they, they listen every day, they know fundamentally Don's a good person. And I'm, a, you know, I try to be a good person. And and Alexis is is Bambi in human form. Um, if we mess up from time to time, uh, you know. Uh, a little bit of grace goes a long way, especially since, you know, we're doing this without a net. But I don't know. And before I, I you struck- send an email or before you do the nasty tweet or whatever you're going to do, just like check in with yourself. Why is yeah, that and- feeling important to you to do that? And, and this isn't a whiner thing about this is just a, a good conversation about over the oversensitive culture we're, we're kind of living in. And I and I struggle with I, I struggle with things like do I make a comment about. Ryan Phillippe's physicality because I do find him attractive. You know, should Bradley oogle Zach Efron? Should you know I, I mean? touch Bradley's uh, boyfriend and oogle over him every time I see him? 
uh, Bradley's boyfriend, you you take <laughs> off my husband's clothes with your eyes every time you see him. I've moved past that with Colin because I Thank see you. him a lot now. I appreciate that. But I asked Jamie, and Jamie was like, well, if you didn't do it, I might feel kind of bad. <laughs> I love Jamie. That's Bradley's Jamie. Yeah. Uh, we're going to take a... Oh, go ahead. I was no. just going to say, Please. and like maybe there's just a way to do it too, but just for the U.S. bank lady who told me I couldn't use the bathroom and I gave you the stink eye... <laughs> I really apologize at the Holiday Boutique last weekend. I felt bad after the fact, and I couldn't God, find I you to yourself. say I was an idiot. Oh. I was just really cold, and I needed to go potty bad. Thank you. I love you, Steph. What a way to button this up. You know. Good conversation, everybody. So, uh, coming up on 846, we're going to take a break, and we'll be back after this. And now, a hilarious, and we use that term loosely, dad joke. That's a good one, Dad. From Alexis. Did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? Great food. No atmosphere. <laughs> this has been a dad joke. It's very funny, Dad. Hilarious. From Alexis. Oh, yes. That's a Lex funny on, joke. That is, actually. Lex is on vacation. Stephanie Hansen from the Weekly Dish filling in. Don McClain's here. You're here. Just a few more minutes left. People are loving our conversation we just had, including my girl, our girl, my little, my little sunflower, Julia. Our little Sprite. Our little Sprite. Lori, from Lori and Julia, the Drive Time Divas. She just texted. She's like, great conversation this morning. We're also hearing from uh, from you on Twitter. Christine, loving the convo this morning. We should chat more open about the emotions that seem to come up out of the blue and surprise you. Yeah, that's what Stephanie was talking about. Lisa Marie. Hey, girl. I love this conversation of projecting and feeling anger. I tried to send and receive messages from a place of, uh, of kindness. Uh, and Tara writes, social media is a platform for safe complaining. It's ridiculous. Sensitivity has run rampant. People just need to move on if they don't like something. Hmm. Safe yeah, complaining. Is, I like that. Thought. I love that line. I love that line. That really is. It is. It is. Social media really um, is opinion without consequence. Yes. But that's why it's so bad, too. Well, that, exactly. I'm not saying it's good. but I'm saying. You know, Joe in Invergrove Heights can tweet out something vicious to Dawn with absolutely no consequence. Because if Dawn ever confronted Joe, if Joe wouldn't, if Joe saw Dawn at a Target, I would bet you $1 million Joe wouldn't have the kahunas to say to Dawn to her face what he feels safe and secure to say. On Twitter. You yeah. know what I mean? Totally. It's the like dirty underbelly of social media. Mm-hmm. There's no consequence. Dawn, where are we at with Give to the Max Day before uh, we sure. wrap up here? Uh, we have a bid of 400 as our top bid. This is your last chance to do announcer for the week. Like Stephanie said earlier, if you have a nonprofit or a business, uh, you know, and you want to say, hey, I'd like to say right. hello to my coworkers at Pam's hey. Bakery. I mean, this uh-huh. is like a, at least free a advertising. Four, That's yeah. right. It's like a $4,000 value. I mean, it is like 20 messages out mm-hmm. there that you're going to be able to get out. Uh, maybe just like, uh, you know, to your husband that you love or whatever. Kids so, birthday. Yes. Hey, 651-641-1071. Hey. Way to sell it. You know, Valentine's here. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to butt in. No, I'm glad oh, you're please. here. Steve yeah. is What's here, too. Up? Steve's Hi, Steve. here, too. Hi, What's coming up on your show, Donna? Uh, well, way to put me on the spot, dude. Um, <laughs> we, rehe- we always rehearse this before we come in. Uh, more of this, of course. Yep. Uh, we're going to unlock a song. 
of uh, yes. a duet from oh, Steve and Ryan. It's so amazing. I have only heard four seconds of this uh, acapella <laughs> duet that we did. And actually, I was in my headphones yesterday recording it, and I thought, oh, this isn't going to be funny. I sound too good. Right. Like, and, I'm really and, good. And it's not. Yeah. Then I heard four <laughs> seconds of it and was like, oh, sweet Jesus. <laughs> what is happening? This is so bad. So we'll unlock that. They unlocked mine. The so I had the embarrassment. We want you guys to be embarrassed. Don, yours okay. is pretty good, except no. for the funny moany sounds. Oh. oh. Well, you can't hear yourself. What are you going to do? <laughs> That's right, you're feeling it. I'm all about funny money sounds. Speaking of funny money sounds, Don and Steve yeah. coming up next. Uh, that's going to do it for us. Thanks, if you're Chase. listening, thank you, Thanks, Steph. Steph. We love you. Uh, if you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, you go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. And as Lex would say, you be you unless you're a horrible person, right, Don? <laughs> that's right. You be you and change if you're horrible. <laughs>